Hi there, I'm Sarah Zarella, a portrait and wedding photographer and your host for Wedding Secrets Unveiled. This is a podcast where we cut through the complexity of wedding planning, leaving you with everything you need to know direct from the industry experts. If you want to simplify your wedding planning while having fun, of course, you came to the right place. Join me while I guide you through your planning, starting from your engagement to your big day where you say, I do. After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Well, welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. I'm your host, Sarah Zarella, and today's topic is something that is so exciting for me. We are going to be talking about organization. Today's guest is Stephanie Robinson. She is the owner of Be Organized. If you all are coming together and joining your households or you're moving into a new location or if you just want to organize or be organized into your home, this is definitely the podcast episode for you. We are going to break down a lot of tips, some practical advice, some basic steps that you could do literally today to be able to organize your space and feel comfortable in your own environment, especially for those newlyweds out there. This is definitely the podcast episode for you. Sit back, relax, and be organized. Well, welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. Well, hello, Stephanie. Hi. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. So, Stephanie, for our listeners, can you tell them who you are, who you serve, and what you do in your business? Sure. I am Stephanie Robinson. I'm the owner slash queen bee of Be Organized. Um, We do home organization, we do transitions, which means unpacking and packing for moves, and we also do something called concierge services, and that's anything from taking your purged items to donation to possibly helping you um, coordinate estate sales, realtors, uh, junk haulers, all of the things that go along with moving in and out of a home. So take us through those three type of items that you do, that you just listed. Sure. Yeah. Um, home organization is kind of what you think of when you think of a home organizer. It's when we come into your home, we assess your kitchen, as an example, and um, we would look at all of the ways that you would like to be more organized, your lifestyle, whether you have children, whether you um, need to, o- or whether you can only reach certain shelves, Um what you eat, if you have food allergies, all these different things um, come into play. When we do your assessment, we take all of these things into consideration. And um, when we come back to do the job, we take everything out of your space. We help you purge items. And then we put them all back in a pretty Pinteresty way. If it's a kitchen, of course, if it's a garage, it's going to be a little more industrial basic. But um, it's just to help you feel freer in your home. Um, allow you to breathe when you get home and relax, which is what your home is for, instead of feeling like you're out of control and overwhelmed every time you walk in the door. So that's the organized portion. That's the organized. Give portion. me the cliff notes of the other okay. one that you have. Okay. Um, the We also do um, transition services, which is packing and unpacking for moves. We work a lot with realtors um, and senior transition specialists, um, senior living communities to 
really take the stress, as much stress as we can, out of your move. Um, we pack all of your items. We can help um, hook you up with a mover. Um, we can um, coordinate with junk haulers, any other services you might need to get your home clear and ready to go to sell or to move into. Um, we take care of it on both ends if you need us to. And because we have um, franchisees nationwide, we can often help you on both ends of a cross-country move. So that's really important to understand for our listeners is that you are local right here in Rhode Island for Mm -hmm. you. But if somebody's listening and is not here in Rhode Island, they can actually find the Be Organized franchise and find someone local for them. Yes. And we have right now we have 17 um, territories nationwide and it is growing like wildfire. I'm sure. So what's the third tier of your business? The third tier is concierge services. And that's kind of if you need help with anything, you can just it's kind of if you can dream it, maybe we can do it. Um, The biggest thing that we do under concierge services would be taking your items for donation so that you don't have them sitting in your house after we organize. You know, we want to leave you with your space completely ready to go. Um, So we take those items for you, take them out to um, the donation centers, which are always so happy to get to get these things. I love it. And it's funny for the listeners, tell them how we met. Well, we met because Sarah did a brand photo shoot for me, and it was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. And you were amazing. Oh, thank you. And I I actually loved it when I got I was so nervous to get the pictures and they were so beautiful. (laughs) Good. Well, I'm so happy. But you know, and that's how we're here today, because I really think that you can help our listeners. I, you know, a lot of them are transitioning. Yes. They're combining homes. They're moving. They're either buying their first home. They're Mm -hmm. moving in together. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of change happening. And also, too, you know what? Just in general, who doesn't want to be more organized? I'm I'm telling you. And not everyone can do it. You know, a lot of people look at what we do and they're like, why would someone need that? Those are the people that don't need our services. They know how to organize. Um, But a lot of people walk into their homes and feel overwhelmed by it. And that's where we come in. It's in, it's funny that you say that. So, you know, obviously when you came in today, Dan, our producer, and as for all the listeners, you guys, if you guys follow us, you know who Dan is, but he made a joke when he met Stephanie. He said, oh, you must be Sarah's best friend. <laughs> because organization to me is just a very simple thing. Yes. And I'm very organized. I see it. Yep. But it's it, I'm realizing it's a rare thing. It is. Not and and so for me when I walk into a space, I can totally visualize it. It's it's actually like I'm like how do you not see that? But I'm I'm realizing that most people don't have that. Right. You know, I guess right. there's a touch of OCD in me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a sickness. Well, in your house, <laughs> man, we used so just so you guys know, we used parts of Sarah's home to do my photo shoot because it's so organized and beautiful. Like that was really nice of you to allow me to come in and do that. And if anybody has Stephanie come and do services for them, you get a lovely candle that smells so (laughs) delish. I had it burning all weekend, so thank you. We actually don't do that for everyone. Well, fine. (laughs) That's just for me. (laughs) Or you know, how about this? If you get a candle, then you know you're special. Um, All my clients are special. Fair enough. (laughs) Well, then don't ask for the candle. But just if it's delivered, then you know you're special. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into it. So take me through somebody who is wanting to power purge. 
Okay. Um, we have a specific process that we go through when we organize it. We, um, we call it space. Um, the S is for sorting. Um, that's when we pull everything out. Let's just use a pantry as an example. We pull everything out of your pantry um, and we just set it to the side. Um, and then we go through and we do the purge. So the P in space is for purge. Um, for the pantry, it's an easy an easy get um, because we can just throw out all the expired food. Where it becomes a little bit more difficult is when clients see that maybe they have, if we're doing a closet, maybe they have 10 black sweaters, but they were all in different spaces. Now that we've pulled them all together, they can see all of their black sweaters and hopefully get rid of at least half of them. Um, but we do have three questions that we like to ask our clients um, and that you can do on your own, certainly, um, when you're doing a purge. Uh, you want to look at the item and you want to ask yourself, does that item make you happy? Does the item um, or can it, the item be useful now or in the near future? And the near future is not a year. It's not two years. The near future is in the next month or so. Then the third question we want to ask is, is this item valuable or irreplaceable? If it is, and it's still something that doesn't make you happy per se, or um, some, not something that you would use, maybe you consider selling it. That's also part of the purge. Um, and those would be the three items you ask, your, or the, those would be the three questions that you ask yourself during a power purge. You want to go through each item um, individually and ask yourself these three questions. If the answer is yes, then put it in the yes pile. If it's no, then we decide whether to donate, sell, fix it, whatever we need to do. So the three questions are, does this item make you happy? Is this item useful now or in the near future? And then the other one is, is this item valuable and irreplaceable? Yes. You know, these questions, I would say, these are great questions. I mean, you mm -hmm. think, for me, you know, looking at them, that would be something that it's like daunting, but if you yes. just break it down to a very simple yes or no, yes. that's just how it is. Right. And the thing is, it sounds very um, time consuming to ask yourself these three questions. But what we notice is as we go through the space, you know, we start with these three questions and then they just kind of automatically happen in the client's brain. So then it just becomes a matter of them saying, keep, get rid of, fix, donate, sell whatever they want to do with the item. And like you said, they can either have you come in mm -hmm. and do the power purge, yes. or if they are right now moving or combining their homes yes. and packing, this is the time to do it on their own. Absolutely. Especially if you're combining homes, you don't want to bring in two, three, four of each item that you could easily you know, condense down to one or possibly two. So what happens now after you do a power purge? What's kind of the next phase that you can do? After the power purge, um, we're going to move on to the A in our scenario of space. Um, A is for assess and assign. And that's where we're going to look at your empty, your now empty space and decide where are we going to put things. Things that you don't use as much, maybe we put up high, you know, and in cabinets that you can't get to easily. Um, things that you use all the time, we want to make sure that they're accessible. If you are um, if you like to cook, we want to make sure your spices and your wooden spoons are right there next to the stove so you don't have to go searching for them every time. Um, so that's when we decide the A for assess and assign. That's when we decide where to put things. Um, the C 
in space is for consolidate and contain, and that's where we implement our bins, um, risers, things like that, that will keep your items organized after we leave the area. <laughs> um, and then finally, the E is for embellish and educate. Embellishing is putting labels on your items if you are a labeler. I myself am not a labeler. I'm, I'm probably unique in the organizing world. I just, I feel like once you label something, there's only one use for it. Um, so I like to keep my options open as far as that. Um, and then educating is just taking the client through the space, uh, making sure they know where their items are now and how they can maintain the organization that we've done for them. And like the thought process of yes. behind it. Yes. So tell us once again the space. Space is S for sort, P is for power purge, A is for assess and assign, C is for consolidate and contain, and E is for embellish and educate. That's awesome. So yeah. those are little nuggets for mm -hmm. people who are listening at home yep. if you want to do this on your own. That's right. So, Stephanie, what happens now if you go through this, and there's obviously those yes and no questions, and so you have this pile that you're going to get rid of, and then you have this pile that they're going to keep. What about items that are like memorabilia items? Like It's kind of like that weird situation where you don't need them, you're not using them, but mm -hmm. they're sentimental value. Yes. In my experience with my memorabilia, my personal memorabilia, I have found that as the years go by and I go through, you know, that one box that I have from high school and college and all that, you know, stuff I did when I was younger, um, that box gets more and more empty. Every time I go through it, I'm more willing to get rid of more things. Um, so my advice as far as keeping memorabilia is try to keep if it's not something you're going to honor by putting on your wall or putting out on your shelf, it's just something you need to hold on to, keep it to a certain size space. So a large um, Sterilite bin, maybe. Keep it in, keep yourself um, restricted just to that one space. So that way it doesn't get out of control. It's so funny that you say that because I, I mean, I guess I'm just listening to you and like I'm like the listener would be right now and just going through the checklist and I'm like, ooh, check done that, check that. I'm like I'm like patting myself on the back over here because that's exactly what we did. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly. Getting married, I had every single thing for my wedding. I mean, everything from, like, the ribbons from my rehearsal dinner, that like, the bouquet that I used to, like, practice yes. walking down the aisle. And I and everything's in one bin. And it's sitting there, and I wanted to condense it in one bin so it doesn't take clutter. And I'm, like, literally thinking to myself, what will I ever do with this? And yep. and it's I've been married now for seven years, and it's been sitting in my basement. And I'm just like, mm, what? I don't know. And my mom kept all of these items that I had when I was a kid, like these drawings, and it killed me to toss them. But what am I going to do with them? So right. what I did is I took out a handful of things I was going to put on the wall, and I have like this art wall. Yes. And I call it homegrown garden. I mean, I know, like, <laughs> I know, That's right? Cute. <laughs> and it's 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 a collection of my artwork from as a kid, my husband's artwork, and now we're filling it with my with my kids. Yeah, oh, there you go. And the rest I went in the trash. That. See ya. <laughs> I love that so much because we do talk a lot about honoring, you know, items that mean a lot to you that just sit in the box. You're not really doing them a favor or yourself a favor by keeping them hidden away. Um, and something else we like to tell people is the memories in your brain. It is not in the item. You're not going to this is something I struggle with personally. You're not going to lose the memory if you get rid of the item. I 
was a stay-at-home mom for six years before I started my business. And I, (laughs) a few months ago, went down to the basement to clear out this little memorabilia area that we have. And I found a roll of paintings. We used to paint, my son and I used to paint a lot together when he was little. So we're talking like one, two years old. They're not prolific. They're scribbles. They're nothing crazy. But I felt at that time that I needed to keep every one. And when I unrolled them, there were probably 50 in the pile. I don't need 50 of those. I pulled out two, kept those, got rid of the rest of them. It's allowing yourself the grace to get rid of it. It's not. Right. And just clear, clear the clutter, clear your mind. And then also, too, there is the power of the image. Take a picture yes, of it. Yes. If you want to remember it. That like, is something else we suggest. Very. <laughs> but I would I would think, too, though, when you're combining two households or not even house, two apartments or whatever, just two mm-hmm. lives in one, there is, you know, space issues. There is just use of, it, like you know, space. So you obviously don't want to hurt each other's feelings by right. one wanting to toss out stuff (laughs) the other one doesn't (laughs) so obviously i would think that you want to start maybe this together like 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 maybe have a pile well how do you tackle that like if you have a pile of stuff that's like not the everyday use which is going to go in storage Mm -hmm. like whether that be in your basement or an attic or a room what do you what do you suggest couples do with this well first of all i don't ever suggest storage because that is stuff that's just going to be locked away and are you ever going to look at it again probably not um storage is you know for items that are maybe like heirloom quality items that you want to pass on to your kids that you don't have space for in your home. Um, We're lucky enough up here to have basements for a lot of that stuff. Um, I am from Florida and we don't have basements. So, you know, it's a little bit, the struggles are a little bit different in in a place like that. My first, I guess, piece of advice when you're going through your memorabilia, start individually because you really don't want to accidentally scoff at something that your partner cherishes. Um, You know, it might be a beanie baby they got in a McDonald's Happy Meal when they were a kid. That means a lot to them. Maybe it was the last time they went to McDonald's with their grandma. We don't know. Um, But they cherish that item. And so if you accidentally, you know, laugh at it or scoff at it, that's going to hurt their feelings. So maybe try going through your items individually first and then... When you do come together to go through these things, you know and you've had this conversation that these items are very special to me. Please, please be, you know, be cognizant of the fact that they're special. Um, And and then then, obviously ask the power questions. Yes. And if it turns into memorabilia, I would say, hey, you know what? Make a night of it. Get a glass of wine. You're starting your your, your life together. And maybe you can learn a little bit about your spouse and why this beanie baby is so important on their third birthday at McDonald's. Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. It's a story. There's obviously a story that goes along with it if it's that important to keep for that many years. And then if you're somebody who doesn't really want it in your house, Mm -hmm. maybe slightly suggest taking a picture of it. There you go. There you go. So um, what's the next thing that they do after they have taken an inventory of both? You know, we talked about the power purge. We talked about the memorabilia. Yes. What's the next phase for you suggest for our listeners who are coming together? Yes. This is more for your utilitarian items. So items that belong in your kitchen, things that aren't attached to memories. They're attached to 
use. Um, so take an inventory of, you know, how many pots and pans that you each have. Um, if you have an overabundance, consider getting rid of one of the sets. Or if you still have your, you know, bent, dented pots and pans from your college dorm days, maybe get rid of those and consider purchasing a new set. Um, or putting it on your registry, you know, if you, if you're. Ooh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So like, like you said, you, you start to look to see what you have. If you have two of something, get rid of the one that's the, 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 the yeah. crappier one. Yes. Or if both of them are crappy, there's, there's your list now. Exactly. Of your registry. Yes. Yes. And, you know, then it opens you up to buying something quality that you will use for the rest of your life versus, um, like, Versus like fast fashion kind of um, frame of mind. Um, not buying something cheapo. Buy, buy, invest. Right. Invest in a nice time. pots and pans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After you have gone through and gotten rid of the duplicate items that you have and decided, you know, how to tackle that, whether you're going to purchase new, use one of your, you know, existing sets or put something on your registry, um, then you're going to start looking for the gaps in what you, um, of what you don't own, I guess. Um, Maybe one of you owns a barbecue grill, but they don't have the barbecue grill tools to go with it. Um, they've been just using, you know, like a regular pair of tongs and maybe a fork to grab stuff off of the barbecue. Um, maybe that's when you add a nice barbecue tool set to your registry or you can go out and purchase on your own. Um, but, yeah, looking for the gaps in what you have is going to save you from buying things that you don't need. I love it. It's like good little tips. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so we've ca- tackled a little bit of the power purge, memorabilia. We tackled, you know, looking at your inventory, getting duplicates mm-hmm. versus, you know, where your holes are. I would love to talk about closet space. Okay. So what we could do is let's take a quick break. And All then right. when we get back, let's kind of dive into closet space because honestly, that is a pain point. So many people don't have enough closet it space. absolutely is, yes. Perfect. <laughs> I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. And don't forget, you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcast. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now let's get back to the episode. Well, welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. So during the break, we were actually just chit-chatting over here, and Dan, our producer, came up with a little nugget that he found, I guess, on TikTok. He said that (laughs) it apparently, it makes sense, right? And I might be butchering it, Dan, my apologies. I know you're not mic'd up to correct me. But he was saying that in your fridge, right, if you forget about something or, like, how many times do people buy something and by the time they see it, it's, like, rotten because you, you forgot about it? He was saying that, like, the condiments always go on the door. But obviously, if you're looking for ketchup or barbecue sauce, you're going to find that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's, you know, you're, you have a mission and you're going to search exactly, for it. Exactly, yeah. But you're going to forget about the avocado. <laughs> you're going to forget about, like, the green beans that you bought or the slice of cheeses or the deli meat, you know. So just put those on the door because when you open it up, right. you see it. I love that so much. (laughs) Check that out. The more you know. Yeah. I love it. I'd never heard of that. And I love it. It's it's a great piece of advice. 
All right, but all right. So now back to the show. Let's talk about closets. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do about closets? So first of all, again, you know, I always, I always like to say, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace, and in this situation, give your future spouse, your partner, whoever it is, give them grace. Um, people have attachments to clothing. I am not a clothes horse myself, but I love shoes. Um, so you and my husband. <laughs> I have never seen a man have more shoes I love than my shoes. husband. I would have I would have triple the amount of shoes if I didn't. I just put think three, it would be a problem. <laughs> I put three trash bag fulls of shoes. Yeah. I did. It's, it's of his shoes. Yeah. It's a sickness. <laughs> yeah, and they keep popping up. Yeah. Yep. So you know, give yourself grace, but also give your partner grace when you're when you're thinking about closets because. Wherever you land, wherever the two of you are, you're going to have to share closet space. You're going from, well, more than likely, you're going to have to share closet space. Now, I have heard stories where, you know, one person is such a clothes horse that they get the entire walk-in closet and the other person's relegated to a hall coat closet. Um, Don't do that. Try not to do that. (laughs) Try not to do that unless you absolutely have to because you both deserve to have the closet right you it's a shared space it's a it's a place where my husband and I talk every morning you know as we're getting ready so I think it's important to have that you know for the both of you and that's Um, also too I mean I'm sure like it's one thing when two people are moving into a neutral space but a lot of times I'm sure a lot of people listening one person's in the space where the other one's moving in so they're already established so that's probably where people need to do that power purge to prepare for the other one to invade your your closet (laughs) yes and you don't yes and you want to purge not just your clothes but your shoes anything that doesn't fit um anymore that's something that we really like to drive home with people. Live for the person that you are in that moment. Don't live for the future you. If you have five pairs of jeans that, you know, fit you five years ago, every time you walk in that closet, you're going to think how you're not that size anymore. Don't do that to yourself. Get rid of them. I did that. It changed the way I looked at my clothes. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people because – I've always been, you know, 4'11". I've always been petite. Mm-hmm. But in the last seven years, I had kids. Yep. And so my <laughs> my um, my weight has been fluctuating. Yep. But if, uh, relatively speaking, my style, honestly, has always kind of been the same. Because right. I, I like to wear neutrals. Yes. So they're never going to go out of style. Right. Right. <laughs> so, I'm a jeans and t- t-shirt kind of yeah. girl. So, yeah. yeah. And I have stuff that's sitting there from, like, different weights. And, and you know, honestly, they, they're, they're the style I'll still wear, even though they're yeah. seven years old. Yeah. But you're right. Like, why am I looking at it? Yeah. You don't need to. Somebody else can be using that item. Um, big brothers, big sisters, they um, they collect textiles to recycle. And then um, also, and they too, make money from that. If so, you lose the weight, it, you can treat yourself yes, just to go out and buy shopping. That's right. That's right. Because, I mean, you worked hard for that. You deserve something new. I, I totally agree with that. Um, so what happens when someone does their power purge? Mm-hmm. What, what do they do now with all this organization in the closet? Once you have the organization complete in your closet, you've done your power purge, you know, you have contained everything, embellished as you want, and then um, uh, you want to move on and maintain your space as you go. Um, one of the things that I like to do to 
keep kind of an inventory on what I'm wearing and what I'm not wearing in my own closet is I turn all of my hangers the wrong way out. So you're going to have the space of the hanger facing you. Um, and then you're going to set a date on your calendar, a reminder, for six months or a year from that date. Um, as you wear things and you hang them, you wash them and you hang them back up, you're going to put them on the correct way, the space facing the wall, the hanger space facing the wall. So when that year comes back around, you get that reminder to check your hangers. You're going to look for things that are, have never been turned back the right way. And those are the items you haven't worn in six months or a year. That is such an amazing tip. I love it okay. because I'm actually going to do that. Awesome. Because honestly, <laughs> not only are you helping people become organized right now, yeah. but how about the people like myself who are organized, but you know what? You get in your comfort zone yes. and you're wearing the same shirt. Like the shirt I have on today, I literally washed and just rewore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But so then what happens is, is not only you're going to purge, but now you can see you're like, oh, I love that shirt. And if the hanger is on the other side I, because I haven't worn it, let me put it on and yeah. now I can be fashionable. Yes. Yes. Ooh, um, like yeah, that. so it reminds you to wear things that you really do like, um, but also it reminds you that, hey, maybe you bought that shirt and you tried it on and you just never put it on again. I mean, I, that happens to me all the time. I wear something out, you know, to dinner and then I don't like the way I feel in it and then I just it just sits there in my closet. Um, but to go along with what you were saying about you, you pulling that shirt out and immediately wearing it again, um, there's something called the 80-20 rule for closets or for clothing. And you wear 20% um, of your clothing 80% of the time. So that's something else to keep in mind when you're organizing your closet. If you know that there are certain items that you wear all the time, group them together. You're going to save your yourself uh, time in the morning by immediately knowing you can go to this one certain spot in your closet and know that you're probably going to wear one of those items. Yeah, and you know what? Because we are creatures of habit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? I wear the same thing. So, for, so whoever's, whoever's listening to this right now, like literally, you know, keep listening to us, obviously. Don't shut us off. But mark <laughs> your calendar that you're going to go into your closet. You're going to put this podcast back on in your earbuds, and you are going to listen to us, and you are going to purge, and you're going to yes. feel so good. Yes. One of the last nuggets that I have for you about um, keeping your closet organized is, um, and this is for people that own a lot of clothes that are looking to kind of cull. Yeah, my husband know, as, with his shoes. Yes, as yes, <laughs> they need to cull and get rid of more things than they bring in, and that's the um, one in two out rule. Uh, so you're anytime you buy something, you're going to get rid of two of the similar items. So if you buy a new shirt, get rid of two that you don't wear. Um, eventually, you know, this isn't sustainable because then you'll end up with no clothes. But this is really for people that have a lot of things, a lot of clothing that they need to get rid of. I guess the last little tidbit for closets that I have is to make it look like a very simple thing you can do to make your closet look more organized and streamlined and just more aesthetically pleasing really is um, calling your non-matching hangers or buying completely new matching hangers. Um, if you guys have the plastic colored hangers, maybe pick one color that you have an abundance of and get rid of all the other ones. Um, and it doesn't matter, honestly, what kind of hangers you have. Just if they match, it's more streamlined when you walk in your closet. So those are some nice little tips and it's gonna be tough. 
very challenge. tough. Very tough. It's clothing and shoes, I think, are probably one of the hardest things for people to get rid of. Besides memorabilia. That's, right. That's really tough, too. But, yeah, it's it's hard. And then, honestly, like, those are tips that you gave for people to do at home. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if it's just too much or this sounds appealing and they want to do it, then that's when you come in, too. Yeah. You can do yep. it for them. That's right. We are not gatekeepers. We like to, if people feel that they can DIY and want to, then all day. We have so many tips on social media. We give away a lot of information. But, um, you know, our services are for the people that need us and can't do it on their own or don't have the time to do it on their own. So what happens now? You We just went over a little bit of how to declutter the closets. Let's say they either hire you to do it or they are able to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Now there's these piles yes. that they don't want. How like how are they going to even get – or what do you suggest to even get rid of this stuff out of their so, house? So, yes, as soon as you're done, don't wait. Don't throw it in – or don't wait to put it in your car. As soon as you fill a box or a bag, put it in your car because – if it's sitting in your car, you're going to be reminded every time you go to your car to take it to the donation center. So my favorite donation center right now is Big Brothers Big Sisters um, because they do textile recycling. So any kind of clothing, um, curtains, sheets, towels, anything that you can't use that is made of textiles, you can take to Big Brothers Big Sisters and they get it recycled and they make money off of it. Um, so it's a really it's a really great recycling program and it does a lot of good. Um, another thing that I utilize personally is my local buy nothing page. Do you know what that is? I actually was just going to say that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the buy nothing. The only problem with buy nothing is that's going to sit in your house for a little mm-hmm. bit. Yes. But, you know, it's one of those things where if you have something where you're like, you know what, I just want to give it out to the community versus just going into a bin, yeah. buy nothing. And I was also going to say you could go on Poshmark, yes. too. And you yes. can start to sell. If you have a couple of items where, you know, obviously – you you are not using that, but it's definitely worth some money that it shouldn't just go out. Right. You can sell it, too. And then I would assume there's Habitat for Humanity? Yes. So Habitat for Humanity, they have something called the Restore. And um, Restore sells um, anything pulled out of a home that um, that is maybe being remodeled um, or if someone's moving and needs to get rid of furniture – they take all of that stuff, so old cabinets, um, doors, doorknobs, all kinds of things you can find at the ReStore. But um, they're a great resource if you're trying to get rid of furniture um, and some larger items like that. But for textiles, big brothers, big sisters. Yeah, and then they give you a tax write-off. Yes. And like like you said, if this, if this is just a big purge mm-hmm. – I think that's great. But if this is something that you just have a few items, obviously the Buy Nothing page. Yes. And they have their own. And just so you guys know, for the Buy Nothing page, if you're not part of it, definitely search it out. This is something that you'll find on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And there is rules because Buy Nothing is not just – it's actually like nationwide. So there is definitely rules about posting and how they how they run it because it is – I mean, it's not so much franchise out because they don't make money, but there's definitely rules. Yes. It's, yes. It, it's, it's, it's a brand. Right. Um, yes, they do have not strict, I no. mean, not strict rules. They're common sense rules, um, and but they're you know made so that 
it works for both the giver and the receiver. Um, buy nothing, it's literally you are not buying anything. You are not allowed to buy, sell, trade, anything like that. When you offer it up, it's no strings attached. So what about now pricing? I mean, we, we went over a lot about donating and mm-hmm. closets. I'm sure people are just wondering, like, what if they just don't want to do it on their own and right. just want you to come in? What's what's the pricing here that, right. that they're looking at? So we have um, we have locations nationwide. Um, and because, you know, we live in different parts of the country, we all have different rates. But ours typically range within our franchise um, from about $55 an hour to I think there are some that are around $100 an hour. Um I have the same rates for organizing and transition services. Some organizers will charge separate rates for transition services. It's just up to, you know, their comfort level. Um, But the main thing to keep in mind is we have to do an on-site assessment in order to figure out how much it's going to cost you. Um, our, the rates that I mentioned before, that's per hour, per B or organizer. Um, so my rates here in Rhode Island are $75 an hour per B. So if we have two Bs on the job, then it's 150. Um, three Bs on the job, it's 225 per hour. Um, what are people looking at in regards to like, so you, you know the hourly rates there, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, a tip. I mean, it's hard because, you, like you said, you have to go to yeah. an assessment. But like, I guess the question is, you would be able to walk into someone's home and say it's going to be about this many hours, mm-hmm. this many bees. It's going to cost you about this much. Yes. So that because that because when someone sits there and just says hourly rate, they're like, well, what am exactly. I looking at? Right. Know. Right. Yeah. Um, and it depends. Like, I mean, a kitchen could take us, you know, three bees one day. It could take. Three bees, five days. It depends on how much stuff you have, how much you're willing to purge, how much you're um, available for us. Like, you have to be there. We do not purge without the client. Um, that's something that is very near and dear to my heart is we don't get rid of things without our client present. Um, it's – I would just hate to – get rid of something accidentally that meant a lot to someone so the rates do depend on a lot of factors um the timing the the hourly timing depends on a lot of factors yeah so i mean like i you know just doing quick math in my head Mm -hmm. if some if you had you know someone there for the day and they're doing a room or Mm -hmm. they're doing a kitchen you're looking and at least in this area of the country you're looking at about 1400 Mm -hmm. you know and but that that would be to Get rid of it, organize yep. it, and do it all. I mean, obvi- right. you know, obviously, sometimes, you know, it's your sanity. You're putting mm-hmm. money on your sanity, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, like you said, there's some projects going to be more and some projects going to be less. Yeah. And, you know, I like to say organizing is kind of a gift to your future self. Um, you're not going to benefit from it right in that moment, but as you utilize your organized spaces, you're going to gain a lot of time. Um, so if you think about it that way, you know, it, it's your future self is worth it. <laughs> and, and you know what, honestly, Stephanie, like, I, I don't, 
I have to say, and I'm sure we all out there are either this person or know someone. I have a friend, I'm just thinking in particular, as long as I've known her, she's been saying that she wants to like organize her children's playroom, mm-hmm. right? That's just something that's really important to her. She wants to take the playroom, bring it up to the upstairs with the room that they don't use, and then make the, the current playroom, now that her kids are a little older, like more of like a study area. Yeah. And it's just been something she's been wanting to do, and she just hasn't done it because it's just hard. It's just hard for her. But I bet you if she did it, she would just, in general, like it would be a priceless thing for her because her mindset yes. would be better. It's something to check off your list to be done. Um, it's It gives you time. Um, it gives your kids the opportunity to have their own space. Play spaces are one of my favorite things to organize. Um, and when kids don't see their toys, they tend to not play with them. Um, So giving herself that is also benefiting her children in a huge way. Um, When things are out for them to see and look at, they realize how much they have to play with. And maybe, maybe there will be less, you know, one less mommy, mommy on board for that day. And then also, too, for our couples who are starting a life together, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot you're doing right now. You're planning a wedding. You're, you know, moving in with somebody or starting a new phase in your life. So, mm-hmm. I mean, why not have your area where is your comfort zone yes. to feel secure and clean yes. and just start fresh? Yes. Yep. I should Hold become a bee. You sh- oh, my gosh. I would <laughs> love that. I would love it. You're hired. <laughs> Fair enough. My bees. So you would fit right in, too. My bees are the oh, – I, I do love to talk about them because they're so great. They're so kind and compassionate. And um, we at Be Organized have – we have three core bee leaves. Um, it's compassion, confidentiality, and staying judgment-free. Um, And when I interview someone, compassion is the first thing I look for. We can teach anyone how to organize, you know, but that kindness doesn't come easy for a lot of people. And being able to calm people down through this process is the most important thing. Yeah, because honestly, if the, if people were able to do this or calm, they you wouldn't be there. Exactly. This is this is definitely a blockage in yes. a lot of people's yes. lives. Yeah. And our bees are just the most amazing people. I love them. Well, see, people need to be hiring your bees. Yes, they well, sure do. <laughs> well, before we get into the wrap up question, what is some tips that you can give couples? Right, that if one person is very organized and the other one's not. Right. Um, So that happens a lot, and it especially happens um, when there are children involved. Um, You know, they don't always know where to put things. But if you hire an organizer and you have systems in place, um, it makes it a lot easier to know exactly where things go. Um, And when we educate, if the kids are around, we will gladly take the children around as well and show them you know, this is where your like my son has a you know special place where all of his stuff goes. We'll go around and show him, Beckett. This is where this goes. Um, this is where this goes from now on. So when he puts his own stuff away, he knows exactly where to put it. Um, with that being said, it doesn't always magically happen that everyone you know puts things in their place. Um, but we do offer um, a maintenance program where we can come out and um, re kind of zhuzh your stuff. Um, and it doesn't cost as much because it doesn't take as much time because you already have the systems in place. 
that hopefully we have already, you know, done for you. So we can come in, just kind of move things around a little bit, put everything back in its place, and you get like a fresh restart. And you know what, too, just for, you know, you talk about a lot with children and the families Mm -hmm. and having, because that's when a lot of clutter just starts to happen, right? But And then for the newlyweds, too, a lot of times, you know, there's going to be so much newness, hence newlywed, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, even if you guys are living together and cohabitating or if you're coming together, I mean, just coming from someone who's married already, it doesn't matter. Your status is changing. Like you, the roles are changing. So there's just yes. so much other stuff happening that the last thing you want to be doing is fighting over like the socks on the floor. Right. It's just life is just way too short. 100%. And and I can p- tell you like my husband's socks are on the floor all the time. And like <laughs> I and it bothers me tremendously. But you know what? It's just not worth it yeah. to argue. And like yep. I know I'm OCD. I know I'm crazy. Like I don't need to put, battles. Yeah, I yeah. don't need to put that on him. So, yeah. But you know what? I set up a system. I set up a place. And so like nine out of ten times yep. it's there. But then like, you know, that one time it's always on the floor. But I feel like that's it's always there. But it's right. really not. You just right. have to have the systems, right? right? Yep. I love it. You know, um, <laughs> the one of my son's first music teachers um, told us every time we went there, you have to tell a child – something I think it was 1200 times before it really becomes part of their you know thinking um so when you think about it that way get ready to sell someone something 1200 times I'm just just laughing because my husband doesn't listen to the podcast because he says I hear your voice all the time I'm all set with listening to it so thank god he's not because you just basically said it's a child I'm just kidding, but I, I kind of like, I didn't mean that. No, I'm actually, I'm actually going to say, get that statistic. I'm going to be like, listen, I have to tell you 12 times, like you're a child. So maybe, actually, speaking of statistics, do you have any statistics you can throw out at us? Um, in the course of your life, you will spend about six months looking for items um, around your home. So hiring an organizer can help you cut that time down, um, give you more time to do things you actually want to do. Nobody wants to look for their stuff. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, ser- no, yeah. seriously. Like yeah. when you when you really realize like how much time you spend, yes. that's just gross. Yeah, it's it is. Six months is a long time. I mean, you could learn how to play an instrument. Yeah. In right. Six months. Or like the money that they're spending, yes, they could yes. go out and work their job yes. or work for and make the money back in the right. six months, or spend time with your kids yeah. or your spouse or yeah. your or your fiance. Yep. All right. Well, I could sit here and talk all about organization <laughs> because it's just Me my too. jam. Me too. But it is time for the wrap up question. <laughs> what are some key points that couples should be asking organizing companies when they are inquiring to make sure that they are working with a professional company? Um, the first. Thing that I would look for and maybe even, you know, just kind of keep an eye out for is do they handle themselves with kindness and compassion? Because you are going, you're inviting this person into your home. Um, you have to be able to trust them. Um, the, you're, they're going to be helping you make decisions on your items. So you want to make sure that they're treating you with kindness, respect, and compassion. Um, I... The second thing I would ask if there is a free assessment and if it's in person or virtual, um, we can do both. I prefer personal only because I like to talk to my clients and face to face. But um, you want to make sure that they are getting a chance to know you and your stuff. 
before you invite them into your home. Um, and the last thing I think is most important, it's not really a question you ask, but um, when they do, when you do meet them for the first time, kind of keep an eye out on how you guys are gelling together. If you, um, if you click or don't click, and if you don't get another assessment, um, I would not, my feelings would not be hurt if someone just didn't find me palatable in their home. Um, that's, I would prefer that they talk to another organizer and, you know, get them to come into their home. Um, we haven't had that happen a lot, but, you know, I just, I think it's really important. You're inviting this person into your home to do something very invasive, essentially, and you want to make sure that they're on your side. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. You helped our listeners become one step closer to their stress-free journey of wedding planning. Can you tell everybody where they could find you? Oh, absolutely. Um, you can find us online. Our website is beorganized.com backslash road dash island. Um, and that's B-E-E-O-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E-D.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Be Organized R-I or Instagram at Be Organized R-I. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And what I will do, Stephanie, for the listeners is I will have all of your information on our blog and also our show notes, which they can find at sarahzarella.com backslash podcast. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, we have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.